I'm Sadia Tariq and you are listening to Dhani the podcast bringing you the second episode of Ramadan special with Sheikh Ibrahim. In this episode Sheikh Ibrahim explains to us the concept and the transience of time. The existence of time in this world and our attachment to it. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like it please feel free to share it with your friends and family. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum sir and welcome back on Dhani. It's uh, it's it's a pleasure to have you back. Thank you ma'am. It's a pleasure to be here. Sir, I uh, want to ask you um what the concept of time is for us i know up in the heavens there is no concept of time there will be no concept of time there is no concept of time for the creator but how are we supposed to sort of understand it to under, to to respect it and also to to know how we shouldn't be abusing it uh, you know i don't think there's a ticking clock somewhere uh in the heart of the universe that sort of um you know measures epochs and eons consistently with the sorts of ways that we do so so it's um it's our own mechanism um to sort of give structure to and make sense of our lives mm. um, and, the, and there are alternative ways of viewing it i mean you know uh, a, a very peculiar civilized and cultured way of looking at time is that it's linear that there's a a progression um there's another way of looking at time which is that it's circular and that it's um, it's about the kind of sort of the repeating of epochs over time or um it's uh, it's cyclical in a sense and i think that the the it is far more constructive to view time in this latter way and uh, one of the things that that then allows one to escape is the the inevitable narrative either of perpetual evolution or of um, perpetual degradation which is implicit in a linear view of time because if you say time is a, just a linear thing then it's either going up or going down mm-hmm. uh, uh, so uh, 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 and, and you know i don't necessarily think that uh, people who would have lived 100 years ago were fundamentally different creatures from us i mean i think that they struggled with the same things we struggled with and they had the same they went through the same epochs in their lives they also had childhood and they also had adolescence and they also had young adulthood and they also had uh, dotage and having to deal with death mm-hmm. and that's cool thing that uh, every human life has those seasons so i think it's far more helpful to think of time as in seasons because then it means we we experience our lives as uh, as basically a, a puzzle that um, we 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 share we it is you know i struggle with the same uh fundamental kind of issues that my earliest ancestors would have struggled with i think i think the other thing that's useful in terms of time i mean bearing in mind that it is a construct that um our kind of modern view of time that it's it's almost a commodity 
that these digits are lost forever if you don't use them constructively. Uh, uh, these units are, I mean, I, I, I think that's quite a tyrannical approach to time. And, you know, if you, if you, if you liberate your sense of time from the clock and you see your sense, you experience your sense of time as being part of uh, time being the cyclical thing, which has an organic kind of uh, sort of uh, um, seasonal experience to it. There's a, you know, one has a, a spring to your life. You have a summer to your life. You have an autumn to your life and you have a winter to your life. Um, then um, the, it, it also uh, ge- introduces you to, I think, the most useful way of looking at time, and that it, it is actually a study in endings, um, and mm-hmm. therefore for death. Um, and then the sort of the ticking away of the little minutiae of the seconds and the minutes, or indeed the hours, is not that significant actually, because. Um, uh, In that sense, time isn't something that can be wasted. It's not a digitized commodity that um, goes goes off if you leave it on the on the on the shelf. You know, it is uh, it is uh, it is time means uh, is the rhythm of beginning and ending, Um, uh, and that beginning and ending has a repetitive nature to it. Um, Minutes begin and end. Hours begin and end. Years begin and end. Seasons mm. begin and end. So, so there's a, a time is really about this idea of tick-tock, cyclical repetition, coming into being and, and going out of being, coming into being and going out of being. And if you see time from that point of view, um, you know, Allah gives us the uh, advice in Surah Al-Asr, you know, while Asr innal insan by the ticking of the clock, you are all at a complete loss. Because it all ends up in, in finally it ends up in futility because it all ends up in death. Mm-hmm. So if you look at time through that lens, if you look at time through the lens that this is um, a study in seasons, um, it also then is a study in encouraging you to learn how to give up and hand over. Um, so it's a, uh, what I'm trying to suggest is our current way of looking at time is not very enabling at all. It's mm-hmm. in, in the pursuit of the grand acquisition, which is what most people are busy with in our current culture, because then time is a commodity that can be wasted and you don't want to waste it. You want to get maximum benefit, accumulate maximum digits for every moment that you're alive. That's quite a predatory and a, dis, uh, a disheartening way of looking at time. There's another way of looking at time, which is having just giving yourself a longer perspective on it, to see time as an embodiment of seasons of and and so that uh, you 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 um, you don't you don't take the accumulation too seriously because you know it's all going to go. Well, asar, it's all going to go. Right. So, but essentially, the temporal experience is quite subjective, right? As we say, you know, I, I, it's, it's I'm bored. It's a drag. Time is a drag, and drag. sometimes there's a time. time flies. It's all sort of so deeply. Uh, entwined with the kind of experience that you've had or are having. 
But that that really doesn't have to do with um, the, that thing that's sitting on the mantelpiece going tick-tock. I mean, that's got something to do with how your attention operates. Mm. So um, if you are if you are so committed to achieving outcomes, um, it means that the moment you suffer, the moment that you experience, I mean, if my attention is outcome-focused, if I want to achieve a result, the result by definition isn't where I am now. At somewhere else. That means that my attention is focused out of where I am now into the somewhere else, which basically means to say I have to suffer where I am now. So the experience of boredom, the experience of frustration is really a disease of attention. And it's a disease of actually, it's an anti-time disease because what time is there actually that isn't now? Brilliant. And and so if if you commit your intention and your attention out of where you are now, you're basically committing yourself to a, 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 a almost like a shadow existence. It's uh, You are removing your life from your life because your life is only where you are now. Uh, so, so that, in other words, the, the, this is... Um, this this experience of of boredom or this experience of frustration is not has got nothing to do with time. It's a disease of attention. It's a disease disease of where you place your attention. It's it's a subset of this outcome focus that it actually causes us to treat time as a commodity, something that you use to get somewhere. As soon as you as soon as you fully commit your attention to the moment that you're in, you've in a sense escaped time. Because the moment that you're in is so. There's, so we we think of time as uh, our lives in time as something that sort of uh, we 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 are pushing ourselves from the past into the future, um, uh, uh, not realizing that that actually this thing called the past is illusory and this thing called the future is illusory. Um, the only thing that ever exists is the moment that you're in. And things come, it's, it's, there's a useful metaphor for this in my mind, is to think that, you know, in the, in, in the room that you're in, you're sitting quite still in the room, it's a very pleasant room. This room's got two doors. It's got a door on the right that you can call the front door, and there's a door on the left that you can call the back door. On the, door of, on the, 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 on the front door, there's a sign that says the future. And on the, uh, on the back door, there's a sign that says the past. And uh, what you'll notice is that things keep on appearing into the room that you're in from the, the, the door on the right. And they keep on disappearing out of the room that you're in through the door on the left. But you're always in that room. That room is what's real. In that sense, the, 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 there is no time. The, that room is, is eternally there. Um, right. the, the, we only have a sense of this, the, that... Time is this linear thing that ticks, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, by over an extension. When we assume that there's something on the other side of the door on the right, and there's something on the other side on the door of the left. But if I could invite you to accompany me to the door on the right, and we open the door and look, Sadia, to your horror, you'll discover there's nothing there. Sure. And, and, and if I took you by the hand to the door on the left, and I open, I said, Sadia, take a look. You'll discover even more terrifyingly there's nothing there either. Mm. All that you ever have is this moment. This moment doesn't admit of time. 
This moment is 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 timeless. It's always there. So I'm just saying, you know, how we uh, sort of say that there's always an ebb and flow, and you know, this too shall pass kind of a situation. Because then, as time progresses, it's it'll pass. You know, time heals everything. It's all about time here. Uh, ups and downs of life. Uh, so there is uh, an element of time, and then there's an element of timelessness. Hmm. Well, and it's the, all sort of relative, uh, based on human yeah, yeah. benefit and instruction. So if you if you recognize that all there is is this room, then time is no longer tyrannical. Yeah. Uh, because um, the room stays the room. Mm. And any visit in the room is temporary. Uh, your most beloved uh, things and people, they're only temporary visitors in the room. And it's a good idea to take good care of them while they're in the room. Um, but when they need to go, they, they, without your permission, they'll go. I mean, there's nothing you're going to do to stop them. You know? and, uh, and so, 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 so then the passage of time is no longer frightening because it doesn't mean annihilation. The room stays the room. It's always there. So uh, how can we uh, sort of rise above all uh, the temporal so-called uh, shackles that we have uh, tied ourselves down with? How can we break them? How can we uh, fully be present in this room that you're talking about? Stop taking our project so seriously. Stop being so concerned with, with, uh, with success. And be, become, befriend failure as a possibility. Be, you know, come to terms with the fact that in the final analysis, all outcomes end in death. And there's no way that you can describe death as a success. You know, there might be a way of dying, which you can call a successful way of dying, but there's no such, there cannot be such a thing as a successful corpse that doesn't make logical sense at all. And the moment you understand that, then you, you, you stop being so invested in outcomes. You stop be, so being so invested in your projects. It doesn't mean to say you don't have them, but you're not going to forego the, uh, the, 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 the fundamental sense of, of, sort of security and comfort of being in the room of the moment by insisting on going to this door that has the, the signpost of future on it to peer out of it in anxiety about what might appear in it. You mm. stop taking your projects which are by definition in the future, so on the other side of that door, uh, the door that's got the future on, you stop taking those projects seriously. You um, you still do them, but you, there's an element of kind of um, of, of a lightheartedness and a play about it. it. Then it really boils down to the fact of being connected to um, everything, but attached to nothing. Mm, that's correct. That's correct. Mm. So, so yeah, it's like many of these things, you know, the, if you explore a theme, in this case, you very um, constructively picked up on the theme of, of time. But if you explore a theme, you very quickly can end up with both the worst of our condition as human beings and the best of our condition as human beings. Sure. Yes. Sure. 
So, um, I've always found this idea of the metaphor of the, the room of the moment having giving me great uh, succor and comfort because it, it, it means that, that I, I, I stick to what is my problem. My problem is taking good care of what's in the room. Um, uh, by definition, what's on both sides of the doors is a lost problem. In fact, you know, I, and I've got no way even of imagining them. Or of, of, uh, yeah, I, you know, I can't be sure that uh, I'll make it to the end of this conversation. I, you know, at some point, um, there'll be that the door on the right is going to burst open, and this very scary being called Malikil Moth will be stepping through that door. And I don't know that it isn't now, you know, that, uh, uh, and so, which is, which means if, if he's going to shuffle me out the door on the left. <laughs> so, so, so um, that means to say, I better take very good care of this room because I am not too convinced I'm going to hang around for too long. Yes. I think uh, that it just sort of makes us realize the, uh, how unimportant we are, really, mm. and how much we are uh, sort of clinging, as you said, to time and to the linearity and to outcome and to our efforts and struggle to get somewhere, but we we're not getting anywhere, really. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. And it's it's, it's um, uh, that's exactly right. You aren't ever getting anywhere. You are never getting anywhere. You are only ever still in the same place where you were from the moment you first opened your eyes, which is in the room of the moment. You weren't ever in any other place. So thank you so much for uh, for this insight and pun intended. Thank you for your time and wisdom. <laughs> and um, uh, and God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, man.